Welcome to A Life Shared, where we talk with everyday people who empower, equip, and encourage others right where they are. I'm Ellen Martin. Glad you've joined us. I usually do a setup for these interviews, but that really happened in the interview. So we'll just dive right in. Amy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ellen. I'm so excited and a little daunted at the idea, but this is really a stretch and fun. Thank you. Amy is on the show today um, because almost 20 years ago, um, her husband and I met each other while in graduate school. And he invited me over to their house for dinner. And that is how I met Amy. She opened her home to a single woman she had never met that her husband said was coming home for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, that Amy. It does sound different, but you know, <laughs> I was a classmate That's and right. I, I, I don't even really. remember how Jim and I met, but I do remember being a guest in your home for the first time. And it was like a breath of fresh air to my soul on so many levels. I don't even know what we ate, but it was calm. The girls were animated and lovely. It was just this intentional time. Um, my parents were divorced by the third grade, so I just don't have much of a memory of meals as a family like I experienced in your home in my early 20s. Was that a normal thing for you all to just invite near strangers into your house for dinner? I don't think so. Although it didn't <laughs> feel very odd. You know, I can't remember. And I, like I said at the beginning, it's like I don't remember intentionally saying we need to open our home. Um but I do remember at that point in our lives, what le led us to going to seminary and moving a family with three young girls in grade school um, from our both of our hometown to a new place. We just there was there was a few moments, uh, I guess, of things we learned. Um, one of the things I've been thinking about is that wherever we go, there we are. So mm. if there were things that we didn't feel quite um, pulled together about or wished they were different about our life in our hometown, well, then guess what? <laughs> Amy and Jim are still Amy and Jim when we go to another hometown. So how were we going to do that? And what did we value about who we'd become to, mm. to take with us? So as in terms of intentionality and of, of thinking to invite someone new that I've never met into my home. I suppose that was intentional in, in that our our life had been um, growing by knowing more people. Mm, yeah. So um, to me, Jim was getting to meet a lot of neat people going to class he had, you know, and I was, you know, um, going to work in, in a different job that didn't get to have those experiences. So I wanted to share in some mm. of that. And I don't know what we cooked or ate or how we set it up either. But Yeah, I don't either. I do know that to this day, <laughs> because of all the dinners we ended up having together, because you all invited me back and I gladly came and came again and again and again. <laughs> um, I do cook my green beans the way you used to, at least back then, almost 20 years ago. <laughs> Oh my goodness. To this day, I <laughs> dump my green beans out of a bag from the freezer into a hot skillet yep. with oil. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it wasn't new. It wasn't normal. It was a new thing you were doing by having me over to dinner at your house. Yes. Very yeah. much so. I felt like. And 
when you asked me to join you here, it's like, wow, yes. Yeah. It's fun because a lot of guests have no idea why I'm inviting them onto the show. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the fabulous things I love about it. You know, in the intro, it says everyday people. And these really are everyday people. It's fun because you also ended up um, inviting another single person from the seminary onto campus, my husband. Only we weren't married at the time. I don't even remember how all that went. I don't either. But I remember Andy telling us at one time, I'm going to marry that girl. (laughs) Well, and legend goes from one of your daughters that um, another one of your daughters is convinced that she fixed us up. And because of her, (laughs) we're actually married. I'm not sure if that's true family folklore or not, but Uh, I like that she's a part of the story either way. We do. We have a lot of little stories about that. and We just nod and smile. (laughs) If I can bounce on that for a minute, one of the things that I remember thinking when we were inviting people into our home was Mm. this is my whole family. This is about all of us and my children, all daughters, you know, but my children needed to see my husband and I making friends, Mm. um, being open, trying new things. And they were a part of that as well. It was us, not just mom and dad time or anything. So many of the people who we've invited into our home have become like those family kind of people. Everybody knows them. And they're all each a part of each of our lives. You know, since you went there, I'm going to bounce on this. The, what was really fun was when your oldest graduated from college, you know, her first job was just up the road in Lexington. And when she came to our home from the first time as a guest visiting, having moved here, it was just so wild to see how full circle it had gone. Um, you know, that I had been a guest in your home as a young single woman, and here she was a guest in our home as a young single woman. And we just treasured the, gosh, was it four years that she was here in the area and visited us regularly? And in fact, our children called the chair that she sat in Megan's chair. And I know, and after she moved away, you know, they would just look at it sometimes and say, "Hmm, I wonder what Megan's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Megan wasn't there in her chair like she had been almost once a week for a long, long time. So it really is amazing. Very, I don't know how many people Andrew and I have invited into our home for dinners in the 18 years this summer that we've been married um, and how many homes we've been invited into. But not many cycle around to the next generation like that. And that's been a really special thing that happened out of you all inviting a stranger into your home. That is a, a fun, um, just a really special thing for us too, to, to relate in that way and, and carry on the relationship in a way that w- was different because we don't see you very often those four years, but somehow still get to know you and watch your children grow up and hear about your family life. So when you started this, you were in a new area where you didn't know anybody. You were working full time. You had your three girls in school. Your husband was back in school. It was busy. What kept you inviting people again and again when, you know, there wasn't the click it for groceries? You know, you couldn't do the grocery shopping online. You couldn't go pick them up. Like you were doing all of those things and getting your house prepared and inviting me into it. I'm sure at times it had to have been really difficult. 
Yeah, I think at times it was, and mostly the the weekday crunches felt the hardest sometimes because when no matter what was happening, if I'm at work, I'm missing something at home. If I'm at home, I'm missing something in, in the community. You know, just mm-hmm. it, it was easy to kind of get feeling like I'm missing out of something. So for me, it was the idea of this is my life. So I don't have to segment it. I don't have to be at work and then come home and then, oh gosh, I have to get ready for the next part of my, it just all rolled together. I don't, so that none of those tasks, honestly, and this is, I don't, I hope it's not just looking back with, with rose colored glasses, but it didn't feel onerous. It didn't feel heavy. It didn't feel a burden or a sense of, oh my goodness, I've got to clean up because I invited somebody over. Although I think maybe Jim did that a little bit. I wasn't concerned about it um, yeah. as much. And and for, for me, just the cherish, I look back now and cherish the times when I envision in my mind everyone in my kitchen and the girls talking as easily to each other and our neighbor's children and their mothers and students like you and Andrew and friends then that have, that were in, in the kitchen at the same time. I love that when you have guests in your home, there's an opportunity for the whole family to share in it and to really be a part of community. And it sounds trite and silly almost, but that's part of why what I do is called a life shared because it's important to me and it's how we choose to live. And families like you modeled that to me when it was just me, myself and I. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to hear. It's encouraging that that things that I, you know, wouldn't have thought about have carried on and had an effect in encouraging other people. Yeah. I think recently in the trailer, I said something like, you know, it's simple, but beautiful. The things we talk about on this show. And like you said, you were just inviting somebody over for dinner. It was a chance for you to share in part of what Jim was enjoying and to meet somebody else. And, you know, fortunate thing for all of us, it was fun. So you invited me back. (laughs) You know, here we are now all these years later. I know you didn't just do this with me or while you all were here with Jim going to seminary. You continued to live like this after you left. Tell us a little bit about that. I guess the same values were there. And the new town that we moved to, it was difficult to get to know people at first. We really did feel like family structures and who people were and what they were about, the people we were meeting at first, were so different that we couldn't fathom. You know, it was interesting, but there was not that connection of, in a deeper way of um, feeling at home with one another or feeling like uh, you wanted to, you weren't just put in the same room because your children are playing soccer together or something, which was certainly a a way to meet people and enjoy, just relax and enjoy that. Um, So when we were in this new town, our girls were growing up and so that this pattern and they missed it too, the, this pattern of living with people around every once in a while and guests and having people in your home around a table. We continued our family dinners every night was family, you know, everyone was around the table as much as possible. Um, 
So we just kind of kept calling it this open door policy. If someone stopped by that we knew when it was dinner time, I'm I'm just come stay for dinner. It will you know stay as long as you need to, but dinner is right here. So why go anywhere else? Let's eat mm. <laughs> and, and visit. It was a college town where we happened to live, and there were several students that we met through our church that needed that same kind of feeling of being out of the dorm or out of their apartment and into a family um, space and enjoying fellowship around the table. And then my children, my girls began inviting their friends over and we were just anybody who came in the door. We laughed, we joked with, we enjoyed all of us. Each one of us had a different re- relationship with each individual. It wasn't like um, this was only Megan's friend coming in for dinner. It began to be, they could drop by whenever. My husband and I were just talking about um, around our table here this evening about something completely different from this conversation, Ellen, but the front porch of that house was a holy place, was a sweet, beautiful place because people could come. If it were chilly out, I'd grab a few blankets and we'd just sit out on the front porch and visit and talk. I enjoyed people stopping by because one, it gave me a sense of community Mm -hmm. and probably a different line of thinking. It it expanded my view of who I was Mm -hmm. and where I could relate to other people outside of my family as well. Mm -hmm. So by bringing people into my family, it helped me expand my perspective and not just stay connected only to my family. I am so grateful that you were on our show. I love that years ago, you just invited somebody to dinner at the suggestion of your husband and that it turned into so much more. You definitely empowered me by your example to make my home an open place. So open that at this point, we have had total strangers at the recommendations of others that we know and trust stay in our house. (laughs) Um, And many people have shared a table with us because you invited me to your table long ago. So thank you so much. Ellen, thank you. And we have always enjoyed more than hospitality. It's it's a true, true uh, love when you welcome us into your home and we feel it. And we know that there's there's so much more to be had when, when we open our lives to each other. Amy, thanks always for being fun. on the show. Thank you, Ellen. When you edit an interview, you hear the same words repeatedly. Amy had some one-liners that really stood out to me. One was, this is my life. I don't have to segment it. The other was, our life had been growing by knowing more people. This interview encouraged me. Sharing life with people during the pandemic, it's been different for all of us, no matter what choices we've made. Our family's really excited about this summer and having guests in our home and on our land in ways that we haven't in quite some time for all kinds of reasons. We've missed it. It's reminded us how important sharing our home with others is. The interview reminded me of that too. How did this interview connect with you? And what would it mean for you to respond to that in your life? Thanks for joining me, Ellen Martin, for this episode of A Life Shared. I hope in some way you've been empowered, equipped, or encouraged to live a life shared right where you are. Join us next time. You never know who our guest will be. Thank you.